Can you say something in yours? Three, two, one. This is Paris. This is Todd. He's a Todd man. Todd Action! Is film like milk? Yes. It's got culture in it. And it's. Mm. Damn it. <laughs> Whole milk. Skim milk. Medium milk. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk Could me? Could you milk me? Hi, and welcome back to Age Like Milk, the podcast where we decide if a film has gone bad in the mind fridge of your mind. I am one of your hosts, Paris Herbert Taylor, and with me, speaking a very native jive, is my good friend, David Rogers. <laughs> is that racist? <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll talk about it. But what's the hat, baby girl? What's going on with you? Slide that fresco over here. <laughs> Had that booty sweat. Yeah, the there we go. Mm. Yeah, now you're turning into the ladies' man. No. <laughs> yeah, I think that bit. could be a little. Ra- I could get very. It take that sound bite, put it over me, <laughs> like sweating and angry at the gym, and uh, I'm canceled. I can yeah. see the deadline article now that you've aged like milk. Yes, I yeah. have. But I mean, you could talk jive. I mean, I I did study he it. Permission, so it's, it's recorded. Mama ain't raised no dummy. I don't want to. I'm too. I was some slack, Jack. I did. See, I did. Okay. I, broke the, I broke the seal. No good. Uh, I wouldn't even know what it's that. Anyway, we have another voice uh, on the line. We will get to that in a moment. But before we do, David, what is the film we are doing today? The film we are doing is Aeroplane, and it's got an exclamation mark at With that. three syllables. <laughs> there you go. 1980. Uh, it's directed by Jim. Abrahams, David Zucker, and Jerry Zucker, their brothers, all of them are from Wisconsin. Wow. Uh-oh. Two of them are from Milwaukee, mm-hmm. which is Algonquin for the good land. Brothers from different places. Uh, David Zucker and Jerry Zucker are brothers from oh. Milwaukee, and Jim Abrahams oh, is from also from Wisconsin. Probably because he has a different name, but I mean, yeah. they could be brothers. And we'll talk like a little Sheen bit about their. Rest of us. Yeah. But we'll talk about their history. They're not triplets. Okay. David mm-hmm. Zucker and Jerry mm-hmm. Zucker. Uh, writing credits. Jim Abrahams, David Zucker, Jerry Zucker. Um, yeah, and there's there's a cast on this one. Yeah. Kareem Abdul Jabbar, Lord Bridges, oh, sorry, Lloyd Bridges, Peter Graves, Julie Haggerty, Robert Hayes, Leslie Nielsen, Lorna Patterson, Robert Stack, Otto. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Otto is Otto. Yeah, he's one of the pilots. And then I don't know if you guys saw. Oh, I saw. But there's a couple people that had some cameos in this. Are we going to talk about it now or is, that, a, is uh, that later? We'll we'll get into it. Okay. Okay. I think we'll get into it. Yeah, before we do that, David, whose turn is it to do the snobs? Is it mine? I think it's your turn to okay, snobs I'll do it. it. All right. Well, this is a movie about a plane that goes into crisis. Um, it's a comedy. And, you know, it's like, one of the passengers like he flew in the war and so he has to kind of take over there's like a love interest storyline but truthfully it's just a ridiculous amount of puns both both visual and <laughs> spoken <laughs> and yeah i mean the plot's very simple it's it's a plane in the sky something bad goes wrong all the pilots like get sick off the fish and the guy has to step up and guess what he gets the girl in the end and everybody goes home and all is well but that's not the whole story, is it, David? Because this film, <laughs> <laughs> we have a guest, and he chose the chose the film today. So we'll introduce him. Welcome to the podcast, Todd Schumacher. Hello. Hello. Thank you for What's having up? me. Todd is an executive at another talent-led pod company. That's how I know him. Mm-hmm. And he chose this film. Why Why did you choose this film, Todd? Um. Well, I... Th- I think just in terms of like the concept of the podcast in itself, mm-hmm. it kind of lends itself to like older movies. So I was kind of thinking in that vein. And I think that 
especially right now, there's a larger conversation about like, oh, you could never do that now Mm -hmm. or this, that, and the other of like, you know, two PC in the comedy world or whatever. And I kind of wanted to dive into that with you guys, which I hope, and I'm sure Yeah, of course. Um, So it's like, I like, you know, at the end we'll decide whether or not as a whole it has aged like milk. But I think that, you know, as a nuanced take, I think some things have, some things haven't, spoiler. Um, But I, it's just, it's a fun, it's probably in my Mount Rushmore of like favorite movies, like Mm. most, probably one of the movies that I've watched the most in my life. And it's a big, anytime my family gets together, it it just eventually turns into an airplane quote off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I understand that. It's like when David and Scott get together, it becomes a Tropic Thunder quote off. So everybody's got that movie, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like this movie, 1980, I'm assuming we've all seen it before. David, you've seen it before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've seen it before. Okay. I feel like the parentals like fucking loved this movie. So growing Mm -hmm. up, it's like, you know, they were like, oh, you got to watch this funny movie. And what's funny is like, you guys know, like I love comedy. I'm trying to write comedy and rewatching it as an adult, like this time around, I was like, I think a lot of my comedy stuff came from this movie. Just like dumb jokes. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, this, okay, let's talk about it because I think like, in terms of like the comedy itself, it's not David and I always talk about like punching down. This movie is making fun of everybody. Yes. Right. So it's not like they targeted one person. Um, I agree. But let's yeah. get let's get into it. What's the first thing that jumped out at you, David? What do you want to talk about? I see you. Um, also, will you open my booty sweat? Yeah, of, my of course. Nails? You got your new nails, dude. I know. Mm-hmm. Booty sweat down under the yeah. line. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Todd. Yes. He's drinking. This, uh, this is when I started my drinking problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the podcast or? <laughs> no, it's oh, the with movie. That. Oh, with the movie. Oh, gotcha. Okay. It's the, right. Uh, it's a hazy IPA. Okay, there Ooh. we go. That one's for free. Let's get hazy. Yeah. <laughs> next one, we're charging hazy. What a laser. Hazy pee. <laughs> what a laser. <laughs> They've been getting so much free. See, you guys should advertise with us because we'll just make jokes out of it forever. Yeah, consistently. We'll make fun of your product. People will buy it. But listen, David tried to buy it. He couldn't find it anywhere. It's probably because of the Age Like Mill podcast. We started that shit. Okay, so what is something... You have something on the tip of your tongue. Um, Well, I mean, we start like linear i guess you could say the like cgi stuff right in the credits mm. you get the jaws mm-hmm. airplane dun-dun, dun-dun, going through That's the clouds great, great can, joke yeah and you can kind of see like the line where the airplane's gonna be like i was tracking it oh and I, yeah so like that. yeah it's, that's kind of funny to me um well, just overall like this is what you're getting yeah this, this is how we started i think this uh had a 3.6 million dollar budget that is not much is but it? it made 86 in the 80s. With inflation, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But still, like, that's a great, yeah, that's a great rate of return. Yeah. This movie, I mean, it's iconic, right? Like, Leslie Nielsen, it's we've done. Who comes, first, who comes, like, halfway through the yeah, movie. He's yeah, barely, I, yeah, I paused it when he came yeah. in to be like, is it really halfway through the movie? <laughs> it like, is. It's like 45 minutes. Which I think is fantastic. I was telling Todd, I, he suggested Airplane, and I was like, yeah, we love a Leslie Nielsen movie. Did we do Police Squad? Um, naked gun. We, we did naked, naked gun. gun. Yeah, but we also did uh, basketball, right? Oh yeah. Who? Um, I think did Jim Abrahams write that? Okay. Uh, I, I believe, believe one did. one of them one of them involved? wrote um one of, or maybe one of the. I believe it because it's basketball. a similar yeah. similar humor. Yeah. yeah. But yes, the CGI is not amazing. It's the '80s. A lot of practical effects, which I think we appreciate now. You know. Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, or, or and like. Well, part of that is is a bit of the shtick, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's just like the the 
breaking down like where everyone is sitting like the mm-hmm. fact that he keeps changing seats the fact where it's like <laughs> they this keep is in the themselves. back like yeah exactly but like <laughs> just like the the space of like what we're supposed to track where everything is just it's doesn't matter real, yeah it realism. doesn't like where who's in the cockpit like where, where everything is like in the even like like a funny movie bridesmaids that came out in the last 10 years yeah there's like uh, elements of realism i think probably 15 years i think it's been oh, a while shit. Oh, yeah. when did that come out i don't know I'll 2011 i want to say um but anyway sorry but yeah no you. but it has it has like more realism like you were saying like people aren't changing seats it's not like slapstick comedy in the same way right right well i think for me the biggest thing that 2011, stood out you're right look at that how are you so good at guessing the na- years of which i'm just <laughs> he just I knows when things catalogs them in his brain At, yeah give me any date and i'll tell you which day of the week it was no <laughs> that that movie 147 four. Pic, uh, toothpicks yeah. that movie like <laughs> sorry bridesmaids like yeah is probably a comedy that like made me laugh as hard as I'm and it's sure also people. a broad comedy with physical yeah. comedy yeah. but it's but yeah. it's not slapstick because it's not all yeah the slapstick i think is a something what's like a slapstick so, yeah, movie that's come out recently what do you guys consider slapstick well but uh, gags well i guess so i guess that is slapstick but this ha- is slapstick with a parody mm. yeah there's just not parody movies anymore i would i would say this is yeah. slapstick well the, uh, with, the scary movie franchise the has died out yeah no no no. what's it called the scary. not another teen movie and like yeah the, yeah, yeah yeah this is that what it's called the scary movies scary yeah. movie yeah, yeah, yeah scary movie one two because we've talked one. about doing that on the podcast but i think yeah, yeah that borrows from like the physical comedy it's the, it's the zuckers too. Those are, that's yeah the zuckers. yeah this okay, is this is borrowed from a movie called zero hour okay yeah, in the, I believe. In the 50s. So, and yeah, then also parodied. the movie Airport, which is why it's called Airplane. Uh, yeah, which they had like multiple airport movies. And at some point, there might have been like a lawsuit. We're all connected. Yeah. Yes. Well, so then I kind of wanted to get into this a little bit. But I think the reason that parody movies don't really exist anymore is kind of a two-parter. But like, we're not in such like, number one, I think it's because movies don't take themselves as seriously as they did back then. Mm. Like even our most, like think of the most popular movies, like the Marvel movies or even like the most popular horror Top movies Gun. right now are all like kind of tongue in cheek and they're like yeah. all kind of fun. They're not yeah. like taking themselves as we are a serious thing. Yeah. And so then like, cause that's easy to make fun of, but it's like, how would you make fun of like, there actually was a spoof movie of the Avengers, but it's like, it's kind of funny. Like mm. it's already yeah, kind of tongue in cheek. They already did that. Uh, I was listening to a podcast with uh, Robert Downey Jr. And they are saying like that script, um, they, they added so much like comedy, like here, well, not so much, but a little comedy here and there and some of that seriousness right. and the adventure. Fast and, X, very yeah. tongue in cheek. Yeah. yeah. The not biggest, the biggest so, Exactly. And so, so how you, how can you parody? If it's already like not do taking, a really, really good, I think you're strong right. Cause parody. in the eighties you had a slew of movies that were like, we're a serious wolf. And they even went back into the fifty, like the, the one that you were talking about yeah. is from the fifties. So yeah, it's like, are. yeah. So they're going back even like, 25 years before it's like yeah. this is the big national lampoon era yeah this is like yeah. making fun of your like yuppie and by parents. the way those guys were so subversive they're like yeah, turning subversive. film yeah. on their head and like comedy <laughs> and i don't know if you guys saw that movie about one of the guys that started the lampoon i forget oh, yeah. yeah i think who, so. what it's called but will, the guy that fell off the cliff yeah will McC- what's his face is in it um the guy will from, arnett well no it's um here i'm gonna look it up really quick just. is it a movie about it or is it a documentary it's a There's, movie that's a scripted movie oh, okay. and I'm trying to remember what it's called. I'll have to look it up while we're talking. But um, those guys were disgusting. Like they were literally like the fart poop guys that were yeah, like, right. we're going to make the funniest shit. But also like when you have like, like, that's what Animal House was, was like thumbing your nose up at like the high society or whatever. Which yeah. And I think some of those guys went to SNL. Okay. Right. I can't believe yeah. I forgot his name. Will Forte was the lead. Forte. Now, oh, now yeah, I'm going right. to find his movie, whatever it's called. Um, talking. 
but like I think that borrows from and then th- as does this like the Marx Brothers like this is kind of reinventing the Marx Brothers movies where you have all the different forms of comedy like you know you have Groucho like giving up the one liners and you have Harpo doing the um, silent comedy then you have uh, Chico doing um, the puns and everything and like that's kind of the formula for this is that you have the different characters and obviously they're not four brothers wreaking havoc but like they're kind of thumbing their nose up at the high society of these serious movies that took themselves so seriously um with every form of comedy like she was saying with like uh you know verbal and non-verbal like physical and everything so i think it's just borrowing in that tradition and so i also think another reason that we don't have the parody movies anymore besides that everything no one really takes itself so seriously because we're all so cynical now that you couldn't even Mm -hmm. probably get away with that yeah but also we're not in a monolithic culture as much where it's like this big movie like i guess everybody's seen it everyone's seen it we all we're all gonna make fun of it because it's like every movie even if it's like one best picture everyone forgets about it two or three years later especially you know joe in oklahoma isn't gonna watch everything everywhere all at once you know what i mean true so it's hard to make fun of something and then we're all gonna get even with that movie you can't because there's a lot of funny parts exactly so it's like (laughs) moonlight you can Make fun of Todd Moonlight. is gonna get in trouble for knocking his elbow on the table. Excuse me. <laughs> wait. Okay. Wait. I did. I found the movie. Not to shout out another random movie, but um, a futile and stupid gesture. You guys yeah. have never seen that movie. No, you I have. have yeah. yeah. Haven't. It's kind of the story of like um, how the Harvard Lampoon came together, and I mean, all those guys are also like came up through SNL and stuff like Lorne they Michaels yeah. Yeah, Lorne Michaels like jumped. stole the writers yeah. that's in the film and, actors and they're like too. hey Lorne and he's like this weird guy in the corner that's like, <laughs> it's like I think wasn't uh, the guy that started that Chevy Chase was like one of his best mm-hmm. friends yeah. and then Chevy was like the biggest thing at SNL mm-hmm. yeah. for a long time and then also um, shit I should slap myself for this uh, the other guy Jim Belushi yeah, yeah. it's okay we we're Is all it figuring- Jim? No, What's John Belushi. John Belushi. Jim is, Jim well, Jim's is, his yeah. friends. <laughs> Jim's his brother. Who oh, okay. brother yeah. Bringing out that last I've, name for I've all done it's this worth. He's running for podcast. Congress. Yeah. Two J's. Really? Yeah, right now. Good yeah. for him. He, was, he, he, he made got some, some trouble solid on movies. some... We had, the, according Drugs. to Jim, which on uh, ABC... Oh, like he made a movie with a uh, German Shepherd. That was oh, that's good. right. That's right. Yeah. Is that K-9? Yeah, something like that. Now he's got a weed farm and now he's running for office. He's running for office where? Where the hell he is. I don't know. Wherever that weed farm is. <laughs> um, David, why are you wearing a Bucks jersey? You guys said you were going to talk about yeah, it on the podcast. So do you see the back of it? It says Fubar. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it says, it says Jabar. Fubar is a, is a gay Jabar. bar on the east side. Fubar is also a new show on Netflix with Arnie Schwartz. Neg. And it's also a phrase they use in Saving Private Ryan. Fuba? Yeah. What does it mean? If Fucked up beyond all recognition. Oh. Well, I wonder if that's what it stands for but on your jersey it, and also... Not on my jersey. Well, because well, it, it says Jabbar on my Jabbar. jersey. Okay. So, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was a basketball player. Uh-huh. He's the pilot, Roger. Yes. And yeah. the kid's Roger like, Murdoch. you're that basketball player. Yeah. And he's like, shut up, kid. I'm a you, pilot now. So you the, play basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> and you don't run back on defense. And he's like, oh, you try, try with the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, Bill Walton up and down the court for 48 minutes. But Kareem um, was drafted by... Milwaukee. Okay. And he played his rookie couple seasons there, won a championship, and then left for LA. And I think they reference it in the second airplane movie, like him leaving 
Milwaukee or something like that. But yeah, so they got the tie there. Um, so how I, old is this jersey that you're wearing right now? Or they like just print out? Oh ones with this yeah, game it's on like it. a, they call okay. it a retro. <laughs> yeah, that is. It's yeah, it's game worn actually. As a yeah. Matter of fact. yeah. Um, I also now, I also would have believed if you were like his son. He got cream got thirty k to do this movie, and he asked for five grand extra because there is a oriental rug that he had his eye on. Yeah. That they had to spring for. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't know if you have this pulled up, but did you guys see who the part was originally written for? No. Uh no. Surprise I, us, yeah, Todd. Go ahead. Well, so maybe we can play a little guessing game and we'll see. You're probably not going to get it. It was a baseball player at the not. time. Oh, Pete Rose. Mickey yes. Rourke. Yeah. I Mickey see Rourke? <laughs> Babe Ruth. <laughs> nope, you Babe were right with Mickey Rourke. Yeah. yeah, I know. He's, but that was a wrestler. Wasn't he, wasn't he a baseball player in like the 40s? <laughs> so, I don't know. Mickey, Mickey Mantle? No, I'm talking no, about Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Okay. Mickey yeah. Mantle. Um, Baby, Baby Ruth. It was, uh, he got it. Pete I Rose. I don't know Which any I saw that looking back into it. Babe Ruth is the only one I know. Yeah. And like literally gun to head, if you were like name a baseball player. I'd be like Derek Jeter. Oh, I do know an A Rod. A Rod. Yeah, there you go. He's the, the only one I. Hey, you're not gonna get shot. Yeah, now. look at you. Not dead. Oh, I wouldn't be able to remember it at the time. Let's right. be real. Um. Anyway, so it was written for Pete Rose. Okay. But that would have aged like milk because yeah. he is not in good standing. He was betting on games when he was oh, a he's manager. The games. Yeah, but also I don't know if he was throwing games, but he I, he might have been betting on his team. He was betting on his team to win, Reds. but that's just not oh. allowed. But also, yeah. some stuff came out of like. He was sneaking, like as a player, he was like sneaking girls into the dugout and they were not all over 18. Oh, no. That's not cool. That actually happened to a Pirates player while I was living in Pittsburgh. Oh. Some guy got in trouble. I think it was for that. And I remember because it was like super early. The underage we, thing or the dugout The thing? underage thing. Mm. We were on nights and uh, this like complex I lived in in Pittsburgh, the yards, they or all these policemen outside and I had made kind of like passing friends with some of the people in the building I was like oh what's going on she's like oh my god like this baseball player from Pirates and I was like I don't know <laughs> I don't what know any who, of those things uh, are I don't, I don't know think. who you're talking about but that was a great impression of whoever it was yeah, like, I, the walk like, by oh. friend yeah. yeah that was you know, spot like, on yeah. yeah she's gonna hear us like that's, that's I me. think that she Kareem message me sometimes <laughs> hey Sandy <laughs> if you're listening to bring back I think that Kareem did a fantastic job and I think that Pete Rose would have been to like look at me i think that yeah. like kareem really like he got it. into it and he's it was fine he was really good oh really it was an okay performance well i like the way boring. the writing and the three of them with what is it roger 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 over over victor and victor Va- victor Va- yeah. <laughs> clarence yeah captain clarence oh. over i wanted to prompt this to you guys um we love a prompt what would it be like 2023 who would you guys want to see? This is probably maybe David Beckham. Well, okay, that's well, like the someone, as the athlete, someone, as the athlete, someone so that's like, like funny. Like he makes fun of himself. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like another world famous known. Well, I was just gonna say like LeBron James and Trainwreck is kind of like the. He's funny in Trainwreck. I did not particularly like Space Jam Two. Right. Yeah. But, but now, but it needs to be like self-referential. The writing was impeccable. Like 80 for Brady, Tom Brady. Right? It could be Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Tom Brady would funny. do it. I'm just, yeah. I guess like, I said David Beckham because I was like, I guess I don't know what his star power was at the time. But I'm like, yeah. if you're talking international, yeah, probably LeBron. Well, now, did Kareem do this movie or the Bruce, did he do this before or after the Bruce Lee movie? That is also a good question because. He was in stuff. Yeah, he was in a couple movies. I mean, he was living Why wouldn't in a... you? Look at Shaq. Okay, it's got to be at, Shaq. By the way, Rick Shaq Fox would be hilarious because he'd be stuff? so tiny. Or the oh, plane, Shaq would be good. The plane. Yeah, it's Shaq. That Shaq yeah. is the answer. No, but I mean, LeBron, you know. 
Yeah, if you wanted like a like a current player as opposed to like a like yeah. a, like a Tom C Brady player. seems to make fun of himself a lot. Yeah, he's gonna make back that money so he can he win back like, to sell. Like I don't think I don't, Tiger, I don't think Tiger Woods. Uh, would be that he funny. did. He did the game of death in '74. Oh, look at so. yeah. So he had been in. He's been doing it. He has 58 acting credits. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. What else has he been in? He's fucking doing it. Uh, he was in Dave, Excuse the me. TV series with. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played uh, himself. Glass Onion. Played oh, that's himself. right. Yeah. He was in Glass Onion. Played himself. He's playing himself in a bunch of stuff. Big so Bang is... Theory. Yeah, he's got a lot of self cameos. He was in Glass Onion. Like, yeah. remember? Yeah, he remember. he was in like the um, like a poker game or something. Oh, with, you're right. With uh, I love that movie. He was in an episode I will not of allow, Martin. I will <laughs> Doctor <not>, Skyhook. <laughs> Doctor Skyhook. <laughs> I will not allow anyone to talk shit on Glass Onion. By the way, oh, I thought you were going to say Martin because I won't let you talk. I don't shit know about what that is. I love Martin. But Martin Lawrence's Martin show. Lawrence's oh, you didn't get UPN back there. What's UPN? Is it where Jabari plays? Jabari. No, nah, I'm not even good. What did I think it's said? <laughs> Fuba. Is it where Fuba plays? <laughs> yeah. I hear he's good. Fuba is he's the top. Mm-hmm. top, top. Um, speaking of the pilots, Ooh, let's yes. go there. Do you want to talk about pedophilia? I do. <laughs> I do want to talk about that. That was incredibly fucked up. And yeah, then I'm trying to. I've, I've been trying to go back and forth since watching no, this, fucked. and I'm like, oh, like reading about it. They're like making fun of it and blah blah blah. And then I watched. Um, I think the first movie they made. Um, that's funny I feel like I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole of all of these yeah Um, and it just like there was another kind of like a girl in a bed with like this big dude and like with the fun facts or whatever uh, he talks about like the kid didn't know what was going on. I saw that. Yeah, yeah Which until is he, until a year later when he turned ten. But still, that's super. That's still fucked hey, baby, up in a fucked so up age. So you guys are saying that this was not funny. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm saying. I can't, I, I can't laugh at when, when I stuff. when I think of I I didn't laugh when I watched it, and then I was thinking about it today, like how fucked up it is. You yeah. know, like when you laugh about super fucked up shit. This that's is my the face kind the entire laugh. time. I was like. Ooh. Yeah, that's like like I, I kind of shake my head. I thought it's hilarious. Oh my god, I thought, no. I thought it was hilarious. I, th- I think it's hilarious. I thought the it's gladiator comment it's was funny. Not funny, it is a bit. But, but then, still. and then at the end when they do the credits and it's like, and it like freezes on him, and he's with the kid with the little plane. I was, and they're like, an old creepy Joe, like the this fucking guy. Okay, so would we think? Would you think it would be? funny if it wasn't for like all these things that no. happened since the 80s i just don't like think cable. it's funny i think and what's fucked up is like so many of the children's presenters from the 80s turned out to be pedophiles like yeah. i just feel like pedophilia in, like in the 80s in the, was like they yeah, were just joking about it because like because everyone's been molested because well, well, no one's talking about it right 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally like yeah. Your parents don't know where you are because you don't have cell phones. You and, have a touchy uncle? Well, and then yeah. in the eighties, they, they literally had to have commercials that was like, "It's ten o'clock. Do you know where your kids?" Yes, are? Yeah, I remember, I remember that. that. Somebody like, just it's, sent it's, that to they're me. They're getting molested by Weird. a pilot right now. Or I saw one. I saw one that was like, "Remember to speak lovingly." I yeah, sent yeah, it to yeah. Scott, and it was. It's this is a real true ad that ran in America because. Well, listen, boomers needed to be reminded Especially to like love the, their like, kids in the very conservative eighties, right? But it was like this guy's like raising his hand to slap his daughter in the face i assume like this and it's like have you spoke lovingly to your child today and it's like it's okay Susie. it happens to the best of us and it's like jesus christ here's 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 my 10 seconds on the clock defending this joke (laughs) it's not condoning it 
he's the butt of the joke. Joey isn't the butt of the joke. Talking about punching up and punching down. Mm. This guy looks like an idiot. This guy is an idiot. You make a point. He's yeah. dumb. That's the point. It's but just like, here's this weird, creepy guy, I and he's the butt of the joke. Do you like gladiators? <laughs> do, you, do you like to hang around Turkish prisons? Yeah. The fucked up part is that the... the, the See, like, that's the, what I'm saying. Like, the, I was laughing at it The today. flight attendant tries to bring him away, and he's like, no, no. And she kind of looks worried for a second, but she still leaves. Like, he, I He's can't. fine. He can hang yeah, out. Yeah, but we're not... Yes. I mean, other like other things happen well, in was, the movie okay, that so are, the, like, there was okay, that. So yeah. there was the pedophilia pot, and yeah. then there was the blow up pilot who he's like deflating, and they're yeah. like, "You got to blow him up." And of course, the pipe thing is at his penis, and then his <laughs> face is like, Ehh. and then they're smoking and afterwards. They're smoking smoking afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Like that hum while uh, they're smoking yeah. is like one of the funniest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and you so, hate it. I didn't hate it. I yeah. thought it was funny, but I just think like. They were really like, what hilarious things can we do in this cockpit? And then yeah. when he was like floating above her head and he's like, dick kept like bumping into her face. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then he was like, yeah, molesting her. Some molesting oh, yeah. The, the so some molesting auto, going on in the cockpit. Oh, yeah. was touchy. Gonna get a little handsy, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of titties in For movies PG back movie. in the day. Uh, so this is a PG. Yeah. And my parents just remember it being like, it's funny and wackity schmackity. First, first pair of breasts I ever saw as a child was in this movie. And I was wow. like, it was like an awakening. Like, oh. No, literally. I feel like the 80s, we've talked about this before. We What was the, oh, we did, watched the Jamie Lee Curtis movie. Was it Trading Places? Yeah. yeah. Jesus Walking Around. And, and that's PG too, right? And, but, and we not. were saying like how unnecessary it was oh in the 80s. Gosh. And she has since come out and said like, she felt very like, Pressure. forced into doing yeah. that which is super yeah. fucked up but that's because like in the 70s the 80s they're like what should we do here i don't know what about a big t- set of titties like swinging someone's face let's do it for no reason right. yeah put them in there well and then what's funny is like in the uh, apitalian era it was like male frontal nudity was the funny mm-hmm. part like in forgetting sarah marshall because mm-hmm. oh. like he's like and here's a dick and here's a dick is <laughs> kind of the yeah. bit now or You're like right so because yeah. so, i think also like you know, in the seventies is really when it started happening. That like cursing was in movies. Like mm. the first F word in a movie ever Smoking was him, yeah. was in nineteen sixty nine. So like I think it was just a part of that where it's like we're gonna be grotesque, shocking, shocking. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. now it's like if, if if there was tits in a movie for comedic relief, it's like what? <laughs> yeah. And they got their start that way. The movie's called the Kentucky Fried Movie, and yeah. that was like their like skit troop um they all were at madison wisconsin and they like put on these skits wisconsin i don't know anybody from there well i believe i believe they would be called sketches and that people that do sketch comedy would get mad at you for saying skits and i heard that fubar got the start of his career there before he could trade (laughs) it to the la lakers (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah i I watched like half of it and it's like it's a movie like an hour and a half movie of a bunch of different sketches. sketches Jinx. <laughs> I keep hitting the microphone. I'm so sorry. That's okay. This is it's uh, your first the, episode. It's fine. Hitting the microphone but, ASMR. But yeah, they, one of them, <laughs> one of the sketches mm-hmm. is like Catholic college girls in trouble. Oh, <laughs> no. It's just like topless women the whole time right. for like three, four minutes. So airplane at least has wit to it. That is literally just like I am. Ha-ha I don't know why I'm. <laughs> exactly. Why am I struggling it's, to remember when the boobs are in this movie? I did see it a few. They, it was like when a, they're panicking. They're panicking. And they, oh, to see. Yeah, okay, but yeah. it's not like full nipples. Yeah, yeah. It oh, yeah. It's it's a it bunch. It did of not boobs. have the same effect on you as it did me. I can't remember. Or I saw an edited version. To be fair, what did you watch it on? HBO Max. No, it was not. Okay, yeah. I watched. Well, then I must have. Glance yeah. at my phone and miss the titty joke. If you by never want it four times, yeah. you, you, you would have just it. the presence of breast. Listen, yeah. if it was knocked up, someone would have a website that told remember they have a website that's yeah. like Mr. Skin. Mr. Skin. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so 
Yeah, there's a lot of gags in this. Let's talk about the next most offensive one, which I alluded to at the top. I honestly am so impressed, David, that you have had this coherent of a conversation. Like I said to Scott earlier, I was like, it's just going to be one hour of David doing jive. Like, talking. When you, you didn't think that I was going to as well? I wasn't sure. I already you, broke the you, seal. You yeah. didn't, you didn't re- well, respond in the text chain about you said, jive. You said offensive, so let's discuss no, that. Yeah. Well, I, I did it. In our group chat. No, and then I asked you if you were going to come over to sell up early. And you sent me a voice note, which I sent to two of my girlfriends. Because I was like, this is how David (laughs) says yes. When I just ask him a simple question. You didn't respond to it. the subtitles, it says like affirmative. Exactly, yeah. You didn't respond to it. So I don't know like what you thought about it. I was like, okay. Throw an LOL Let me see if I can play it on the podcast. Oh, no. We've never tried these like insert sounds. Technicals. Is it too quiet? Hold yeah, on. It's too quiet. Um, hold on. But yes, you are. I, anyway, let's talk about the jive. So, here, like, here it goes. Never been about no tap tap. Be honest. How many of those did you record before you sent them? Uh, no, that was the first one. one. Okay. He's a great improviser. I went off the head on that. But uh, so when I was jive. watching the scene yesterday. Um, I put the subtitles on. Oh, you and, did? Yeah, yeah. And I watched. Oh, you broke it down. Broke yeah, it, yeah. So I, I rewound, it, rewound it a few times. So the two actors um, that got the part, uh, I was watching this little video of all three of them, Jim, David, and Jerry. And they're like, we wrote this. We thought it was funny because of the Shaft movies mm-hmm. and how some of the characters okay. talked in there. So again, a parody. I, I don't think I've seen Shaft. Parts of bad, parody so of like, like Shaft movies. But I'm assuming in Shaft, like, they make the characters talk kind of like this, but yeah, this is obviously the heightened it's, version. I'm just, like, I'm just talking about Shaft. Shut yeah, your mouth. Shut your mouth. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right, then. I know. I'm just like trying to wrap my <laughs> yeah, head around. So, like, you know, it's so like it is slang. racist. It's, no, no, no. It's, it's slang, and they called it, like, for a period of time, they called it, like, talk jive. and jive. Well, and then jive is also like, you jive turkey. It's just kind of like. I know, I've heard hey, of jive turkey. You don't talk, you don't tell nobody a JT. <laughs> <laughs> Who you call a jive turkey? You call it JT. Wait, but it's not racist? Was Shaft written by a black man yes and the stars of black man okay bunch fine of black actors. Yeah, and then yeah. um, i thought you were samuel, saying like it was samuel, a bunch of white guys no, no, and i was like this a, is a, samuel l jackson okay that's, a that's different yeah, yeah i really yeah. thought you were like and this is how you know how like right now in the media there's like a lot of discussion on twitter about how latinx people are portrayed and like in mm-hmm. every tv show at the moment that's doing well from that community it's portraying like working class families which of course there are working class families but people are coming out and saying like can we just, it's kind of like what we've talked about before with like how we're all fatigued with like slave porn, essentially yeah. like these working class families. Like, can we just see someone from our community like succeeding? So that's where I thought you guys were like a white man was like, this like is how they talk. And this is what the, the thing so, is. Well, this is kind of what they did. They went off uh, the shaft and like parroting okay. that. And that makes me think it's funny. Yeah. So then the actors came in prepared with some, you know, some jive talk. And they completely like crushed it. And oh, then wow. Jim, they, David, and Jerry are like, we got to trash everything we wrote. It's okay. horrible what we wrote. We're going to use so what they, they prepared. I think they wrote it before. They, like, they came up with it. The two the, actors came up with it wow. and came in to the audition. And they're like, That's yeah, cool. we, we wrote this horribly. We're going to use. Now, like, did you see? Work. So now, did you know who the woman was? That was like, I speak a did little bit. Did you know who she was? She looks very familiar. She the, she's not the anti-racist worker. No, she's she? the mom from Leave it to Beaver. That's right. That's, oh, so that's part of that. Is also- 
You it's like, know, that's it's like, like a wholesome, like, leave it to me. Come on, mom I, and dad. Black and like, white TV okay, show. No, like like 1950s, to... like, yeah. okay, dad. Like, it's I think like you the guys Andy are Griffith forgetting show. that, like, I grew up in a very different part of the world. Beaver, and Amer- you scraped American your knee. culture is, like, pervasive, but it's yeah. not like. But so, but you don't understand the type of yeah. show we're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, like, like, a, like married with families, but older. Married with kids or whatever that show is. Love and marriage. Well, that is making fun of those types of shows. Okay. So it's more like like the Andy Griffith show. No, no, no. We had different childhoods. (laughs) Your your culture is so unique and special. And never mind. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so anyway, so she was the mom from Leave It to Beaver, which is a show show. from the 50s. So it's almost like the Brady Bunch mom type of thing. Barbara Billingsley. And she was saying, so they cast her in that because she's. Mrs. Cleavit was her, this, uh, her, the, her. The show was called Leave It to Beaver, and the family's name I think was, it was Cleavit. Cleaver. 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 That's right. Leave, I was. I was <laughs> oh, I just cleave it. I'll clean it up tomorrow. Leave it to Cleave it. I was conflating Leave It and Beaver. Anyway, yeah. I'm like, wow, American TV. So well, sad I yes, missed out all, on it. It's, in my it's not childhood. much better. But anyway, so they cast her in that because she's this wholesome, like mother maternal yeah, figure, like the, the Miss, Mrs. Brady. And so I saw, I saw a video that where she was talking about being cast in this, yeah. and she was like, I didn't know what jive was. <laughs> oh, she's but, like a fancy. You're know, like, well, a little fancy, yes, yeah. of course. And well, and friends. making her British, but um, so she comes in and she was just like, she's like, I, she's like. I only had a couple lines and they weren't scripted because like, or like, you know, they kind of just were like, you speak jive into yeah. the script. <clears throat> and so then she was like, I did research on it and she was like, there's a woman from the studio and she knew all about this jive. And <laughs> like, she was talking about it and she was like, they didn't know if it was from the slave days of like not mm. knowing, like you didn't want like whitey to know what you were talking about, yeah. which is literally what the quote that she said, or whether it was street talk. And so mm. she was like trying to get to like the origins of like an the, actor prepares. Right. And so then she <laughs> was like, like, you just have to say this one right. line. Yeah, yeah, and then she like, goes, and she goes but it came easy to me. And she was like, my mama didn't raise no dummy. Like she was just started talking to her in the interview too. So oh she God. was, she went to lunch with the two guys like nice. on, on, like while they were shooting that the day that shot that scene or whatever. And they like talked to her about it. And like, they really like hung out. And then she was like, they're excellent gentlemen, you know? Yeah. And then she did the scene and you know, she has three lines and it's like the most Iconic. Well, yeah. I was going to say, do you career. think this is the most famous scene from this movie? I think it's no. up there. I think it's close, but uh, the Shirley. Shirley, I, I think, think it's the Shirley. Shirley. Yeah. Yeah. Don't but, call me Shirley. But my day to day, like I said, this is like, you know, in my blood. Like my day to day is just very, very niche airplane references yeah like someone will be like oh should they have done that i don't know and i say they bought the ticket they knew what they were getting into <laughs> i say let them crash everyone's like what and that's what? why todd has so many friends. Uh, yeah, I, 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 picked, I say that alone to myself yeah, right? to my mirror <laughs> yeah i picked a bad day <laughs> to stop drinking i know it's great I, yeah I, I t- and then the last one is i just chose a bad day to stop sniffing yeah. glue and then he's just upside Falls down out the window. window so there's so many movies that take from this right so the picture that that guy's like grimacing mm-hmm. in front of, and then there's a picture of him behind him same. grimacing. Yeah. So they did that. Not another team movie oh, yeah. with Jake, and he's like looking yes. at his pictures. I have that photo of Lloyd Bridges posing behind in front of a picture of Lloyd Bridges yeah. framed on my wall. Oh, no wow. way! Yeah. That's a yeah, super fan. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. And then um, so, and this kind of struck me. So in the movie Ted, when Mark Wahlberg meets his girlfriend Mila. Um, he pictures them like it's like a you know back back scene or whatever the fuck they call it flashback uh, flashback thank you back scene, back scene. um leave and it, leave it in cleave it, it in cleave it cleave it in that's the vaccine the, hey, your brain exactly <laughs> so um he's in a full like 
navy suit and he takes it off and like they're dancing and he's doing all the dances oh, that they like do an the airplane scene. yeah and mm-hmm. he's like she picks him up and they're spinning around i think it's in ted the first one mm-hmm. um and it's, i'm like i've seen this scene before it's like oh holy shit they took that exact yeah. scene so there's so much stuff great that references yeah which let's talk about the leading man in this film can we for just a second yes. he's a flawed individual in real in irl uh, I was going to say, Hayes? I was going to say in the movie, like he's kind of like, you know, he, he's a taxi driver. He leaves that guy, that poor passenger oh my gosh. sitting in the taxi. What a great, saying, Ted, what a great Ted Stryker. Yeah. Ted Stryker. And they keep coming Ted back. And then like, you know, obviously some shit went down in the war. They never fully, you can do it. You can do it. That's your booty sweat. Oh, Don't be ashamed of it. That booty sweat back in the name. That's a Tropic Thunder reference, um, <laughs> which has never, it's, you know, we love a callback and we love an inside joke, but that one has stayed through hundreds of episodes <laughs> good, good, good. um but yeah uh he's not a, i mean i don't think he's a good guy like that girl wouldn't be just breaking up with him for no reason he obviously has his problems he's not like a murderer well, she can't be with a man that she doesn't respect yeah so because he can't get his head out of the war because he yes. made that that horrible mistake i know but, but but george zip didn't think it was a bad mistake yeah but it is interesting like this is the 80s and we're we have this war hero like we don't even know what war it is do we do they say korea do they say well, it's, it's from a movie it's based off of the movie oh, from, from the, the, from the, the 50s. 50s okay and so i think airport that one no the, or the zero gotcha the other one so airport was seven in 77 gotcha. i think it was called airport 77 okay um there's so, like five of those airport movies. but so i think it's it's supposed to be world war Two. Especially with the uniform that he's wearing, right. so, zero hour, zero hour. So I was but, just like doing the math. I'm like, he's like pretty is, young. It, is it like I guess so? It's the protagonist, to be the protagonist in Zero Hour, is named Ted Stryker, S T R Y K E R, oh, and then in an Airplane, it's Ted S T R I K. They really were like winks to the parents, and meanwhile, us in 2023, we're like, I'm like, what's Leave It to Be? What does that mean? And you're like, well, actually, the history. Well, and so then, like, for another example, that was like this is aged like milk uh-huh. is the scene where the, uh, something that I also quote my day-to-day life, which is like, he never gets a second cup of coffee at home. Oh my God. The <laughs> and, wife. So that's from, apparently there was a, com- like a commercial that was very popular. Oh, at the time. That one went over my head. I thought she was going to be jealous of Same. the stewardess at some point. No, so there was like, um, I think the, the whole idea of the commercial is like, Oh, I'll have another one. And he won't. And then she goes, no, I will. Cause like they're at someone else's house mm-hmm. and they're like, they have Folgers or whatever. Yeah, and so she goes, well, he never Christmas, has a second cup baby. of coffee at home. And it's like Folgers. It'll make your husband have a second cup of coffee. <laughs> And not so go it's out like, and fuck his secretary and have marketing. 17 so it's illegitimate like, children. But it's like the all fact, named Pam. The fact that they put it in this in the movie is like that, like in a year, let alone, you know, yeah. now, 40 yeah. years later, is going to be. It's very niche. It's very niche. It's like how comedy does age sometimes, like faster because of like cultural references. Sure. I don't know. This one, I feel like. But, but they make fun of like from here to eternity when they're making yeah. out on the beach and stuff. So it's like, right. that's going to be like, that's an iconic scene. So they're making fun of an iconic scene. But it's like, mm. I like, but <laughs> that we, was a commercial this year. With, yeah. We lose touch with the reference, but it's still, we're laughing because it's, I think that's the test of if, if it's a good joke. Like, is it still funny? If you don't know that that's. Like the pilot thing is, is such a vi- funny visual gag because yeah. a blowjump is, <laughs> we know, right? But that's uh, also not referencing a commercial, I guess. 40 years later. Maybe it is. In the 70s and 80s was a fucked up time. Uh, Robert Hayes was also shooting a TV show at the same time. Hmm. It's going back and forth. He's hmm. also a licensed pilot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think he? Like, he was shooting a pilot, and he is a pilot. Yeah. Do you think yeah. he learned for this movie? He like got real method. <laughs> I well, I wanted to, I I brought up the the protagonist because I want to also bring up like the main woman because well before we move on to that yeah. I want another prompt. 
2023 airplane, who are you casting as the lead? As Ted Stryker. David I William Rogers. David William He's a Rogers. good actor, I had. Yeah. That's uh, him. He doesn't have hair on top of his head. Sure. <laughs> By the way, with them, I can see with the headphones yeah. on right yeah. now, you can, yeah. Yeah. No, okay. And I'm sweating. Who would, no, let's, who would you, obviously Tom Holland. No, okay. That's the first person that I thought really? of. Really? Too young. Well, no, well, yeah. but hold on, but you can just throw a lot at him. And like, because like, he's not a great actor. And so it's just kind of, you're like, he's doing silly he's things. He's too young. He's like, he's not, I have, I have an answer. Cause I thought about okay, this on the way Chris here. Chris Hemsworth. Gotcha. No, would be I, funny. I think physical. you guys are going would, too well known. He would be, well, I think, but it's 2023. Was, so was Stryker not well known back in the day? No, he was not. Oh. Yeah, I think you so got to go, go a, a little bit more. David William. <laughs> <laughs> Sterling K. Brown. Only because we know the executive. Okay. We could get him easily. That would be, I would watch that. He's very funny. Yeah. I yeah, I could see, funny. I could see that, but I, I'm I, like, I still we think could take too, it to him. But he'd have to, but he's, he's yeah. kind of funny, like outgoing funny. Yeah. This guy is just a he's, regular he's guy. Too, he's too, I think, fancy. And I think this yeah. guy's going to kind of be like an everyday man. Yeah. yeah. Okay, who do you have? You've obviously got an answer. Oh, I just forgot his actual name. <laughs> but it's Nick David Miller. <laughs> Nick Miller. From Oh, yeah, I'd watch that. From New Girl. Yeah. Oh, but what's his real name? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's, he uh, was in Minx, which is a great show. Yes. And he was in the Spider-Verse. But, so, but he's, oh, kind, of, he's kind of an, an everyday yeah, man. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. Oh, He'd be good. Not, it's, okay, now I see the way you... I mean, Will Forte. He's he's too old, but he's crumpling. I think he's too old. broad. I think Will Forte is also too like, too big. I think I think he like could he, be funny. I think Sterling K. Brown. All Sterling, by the way, Sterling K. Brown would yeah. be a great listener. How about Nielsen. a gender flip? Let's have Rebel Wilson as striker. Well, we already have a man chasing after her, sure. or a lesbian See, comedy. But that's what I'm saying. Sapphic. She they she need would, to have fought in the war. <laughs> I think she would be okay. Yeah, the war, good. the, war the war internet two. war. It's a cyber war. Like I said, oh, so we're gonna, she's we're an online set war modern, criminal. Right. No, it's set she's now. She's shooting drones, right? Yeah, no, 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 but, no. She's literally fighting bullies online. That's her <laughs> war, and she's like, duh, 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 and it's just like a chat room. But do you think her comedy is more sarcasm and like? I think she would be lines? a great. I think she would be a great flight attendant. I think you have to be like everyday just, people for the first two for the for yeah. The and I feel characters. like this guy's yeah, very, very. This actor is very just straightforward, and he's. Pouring the drink on the side of his and, face, and you're so. not really rooting for him, or guess like, a little bit because he is technically the protagonist. Mm-hmm. But it's like he has to be a little forgettable so that the other people can shine. Yeah. So if you were to put in like a Hemsworth or like a big person, but to your point, I think Sterling K. Brown would be the perfect Leslie Nielsen. I was I was gonna say that who, would be that's who would my you that's my Leslie Nielsen because I was gonna prompt that too. And I Leslie Nelson is he was by the way, this amazing. was his first comedic role. No way. He was just a serious straight actor, and then he just huh. played this straight and like he didn't even really get it. He was just like, <laughs> you know, surely surely can't be serious, you know. Okay. Which is funny because he I saw that he brought up a bunch of fart machines. To <laughs> I saw set. I, yeah. I think he's a funny guy. Yeah. I wanna I wanna cast the other flight attendant that's like trying to hold everyone down in the back. And I would cast Haley Lou Richardson from White Lotus season two. You mm. know who I'm talking about? Okay, yeah. I feel like she would be like a funny bumbling yeah. like I like the other stewardess in this yeah. movie. Yeah, I want to talk about who would so who would you do as the lead, the female lead? Um well, if I'm going opposite Rebel, maybe I have like who's comedic? I don't know. Can it be an, a comedian? Oh, no, they have to be kind Anybody. of a bit more straight, don't they? Well, if, well you're, you're flipping it, so Zendaya, so, Zendaya, and Rebel Wilson. <laughs> so, but because she plays an airhead, so I don't know if you're going to keep that in the 2023 mm. version, but kind of okay. Like, then Chris Hemsworth as the flight attendant, and he can be an airhead. Like oh, that's that's funny. In, I like that. That would be yeah. like, that would be good. Doing. I was going to say because I just think Jason that she's the like. He's just like crunched in every scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, that's good. It's like, our, yeah, playing against type or would be like the, yeah. 
But I was thinking just because I think that she has just proved herself over and over again as like a comedic like great uh two-hander is rose Byrne. I, oh yeah she's especially platonic rose. now like yeah. i guess you have to cast seth rogan as the yeah pilot, i haven't but, seen that show yet David, I haven't either. i've seen the pilot it's good well speaking of pilot <laughs> um <laughs> but um no i think she, i think she can handle it and i think she could play i didn't know we were supposed to do it so loudly yeah. um, okay. I, 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 I feel like mine was people, underwhelming i put it under the table know, yeah people can hear the booty it. sweat so okay so rose Byrne and i'm gonna get i'm gonna kick myself Nick Miller. It's Nick Miller's the character's name. <laughs> look up it. Look up his real yeah, name so we can just up. say it. No, fuck him. You are Nick Miller. <laughs> Jake Johnson. I Jake got it. Johnson. I pulled it. I pulled it. Fuck bitch. you, Nick Miller. Fuck you, Nick. Um. So anyway, so Jake Johnson, Rose Byrne. Hold on. So instead of K. Brown as the doctor, mm-hmm. and then who did we say? Tom I said Brady. Haley. Well, yeah, Tom Brady. As Kareem, the sports or Shaq, sports guy, and then who is? Is there anyone else? I guess the the, I mean, the so flight attendant, l- little yeah. characters. Oh, what about us? The guy. Oh, that's, Kramer. No, that's down. Yeah, Kramer. Oh, that's down in the. What is the Michael so, Keaton. Yeah, Captain no, Rex Kramer. What's his name? Oh, is that the guy? <laughs> is that the guy that comes in, or the guy that's already there? Lloyd Bridges, or the other guy? No, uh, Robert Stack. The Captain guy that Rex like knew from the wall. Yeah, I, I like that. I Michael love Michael Keaton. It would be great. Also, if it's Rebel Wilson, he was in, and they're like, "What war did these two fight in?" He, he crushed that movie. Um, the, the other guys. guys. Yeah, mm. yeah. He's the cap. He's the Don't captain. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Yeah. yeah. That's a great no, movie. Michael Keaton would be great. No, think, that's a great movie, by the way. It no, didn't it, get as good really as. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's great. So um, I think that's all. Really, I think that there's like a thousand people this could be, and I don't even have an answer to this. But one of my favorite characters is the guy who's like, there's a sale at Penny's. Oh, oh the gay guy? Well, okay, we okay. should talk. That's a lot of presumption. We should yeah. talk about that yeah, guy. because know that. Yes, um, I do. Stephen. Because you have eyes and ears. Stephen Stucker. Yeah, we were not like. Well, like stuck in him. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. uh, All right, leave it in. TG. Leave it in. No, Scott wasn't really watching this with me. And then he came in for the end and he's like, wow. Because the guy had like an earring. Yeah. And, and he like, he's like screaming. And, well, yeah. now, I forget what year it was, but it was the Seattle Super Bowl where the lights went out. And every man kissed. You, like it was like the <laughs> beginning of the second quarter. Do you remember what I'm talking about? The Super Bowl? Yeah, Baltimore and the 49ers. Was, it, was that it? I thought it was, I thought yeah, it was in Baltimore. Baltimore. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I tweeted this and then I realized, that I, find, I soon found out that I was not the only one, but I had like the, just kidding, like the uh, meme at the time. I was, uh, I was like, With the I'm, fisherman? No, no, no. In airplane. In airplane, when he pulls the plug yeah. gotcha. and he goes, just kidding. Yeah. And then he like plugs it back, it back in, in because the lights went out at the Super Bowl. Oh. That's, a, that's a good one. I was, yeah. I was very, very proud of myself in 2011. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've ever seen the Super Bowl 2011, <laughs> that's what he was doing. I about. thought it was in Seattle, but you, you might be right. Yeah. It went out. It was Baltimore because it was uh, the anyway, two Harbaugh's coaching. Let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. the character and how it was kind of an offensive. But, yes, but uh, let me give you some background first. Okay, so he it. was part of the sketch troupe, mm-hmm. the Kentucky Fried Chicken, Which with was? all of oh, them. Oh, was he really? Yeah, he was part of that group. So he, he was easily the a, worst part of the movie. <laughs> Are you just, kidding? I'm I dead think, serious. I think it's funny some parts, but it's just so random out of nowhere. No. He, he, it's, I read. I don't know if this is true, but that he improvised all of his. He lines. did. He did. He. Did can a make a brooch or a and a, no. and Get it was, was like a big tile and all. Okay, and tell it was me based what this on one of his characters. If this guy's gone, what what <laughs> the funniest parts? No. <laughs> but hold Don, on, you're, we have opposite. You're like, saying it's offensive, but he's not the butt of the joke. He's I just don't being know. Himself. Are you saying it's offensive? I just or are you felt saying like it was a bit of an over okay. portrayal. Like but that's it's one of his characters that he did in the and? sketch comedy group. I'm just saying that's. 
that are we saying that we think that this man does not sound like this? In no, real but life? it's like, but, or, but it yeah, doesn't I mean, matter being, if being it's, goofy. if he's saying it, if he's saying it's one of his characters that he did. But it would be offensive if he was like, "I am a straight man in this alley," and he goes, oh, "I'm going to be gay well, for there, a joke." I think I it's think kind is, of a send up of a. I think it's like all the what like stereotypical pods. <laughs> yeah, so I think very, you're doing mental gymnastics to get to that because it's just a gay man on screen. Is what I took it as. True. Is yeah. like he's just a, a silly man. I mean, I, yeah, he's a silly, I, he's a silly man. I don't hate him being a silly man, but some of it I was like. All right, you know. and Leon's getting larger. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that, that part's that's funny. That's the yeah. peak of comedy. I pulled Leon right out of nowhere. Take it out. No, but like there was some parts that I I don't know if I guess I, I come with my finger and I'm just like cringing. That's uh, I was cringe a couple parts, but I don't think it was like hateful or right. anything like that. Making fun. Well, of By like, the way, he wasn't batting a thousand. I'll give you that. <laughs> There's some of the jokes where it was like, it was like yeah, that's not, that's why you know that the, would be my you know critique. The, you know what the pot that Scott was like? What the fuck was like the very last I think frame of him where he like glides out of the room like yeah like it, <laughs> was that Rapunzel, when they Rapunzel yeah, yeah Scott oh, was like was that when they introduced much. him? No, she was talking about the credits when, when they go. Uh, it's a twister. It's a twister. Oh. And Scott was like, all right. <laughs> he barely watched it. He, he's me. just, he's just a, a silly that, man. That booty sweat I got back in. No, you're right. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm being too sensitive. Maybe I'm jumping at shadows because it is the podcast. And I'm like, oh, we got to get offended. But glass. you're right. Like he doesn't, He's not like, and I'm a, he doesn't use, they don't use derogatory language, yeah. which is a big thing that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Right. They and, don't, and they're by not the way, punching down, really. And no one, and they all accept him for who he is. They're yeah. just going, yeah. he's like, yeah, hey, how pot- about a coffee? No thanks. Like, so, that's where I was like, this is too much. Paris talks, brings this up a lot. It, when, cause we've done a lot of these movies now and she talks about like what decade it came, came out mm-hmm. in. So like mm. the eighties, like you're saying, fully accepted, doesn't specifically like say any Make like a bad. About it, yeah. Yeah. Um, no. word or anything like that and then and this is the 1980s and then you go like the 90s and it's like whoa F word yeah it's like that's fucked up gay. yeah well you would yeah because you would never say that it's but almost then, like they went backwards a bit no, seems like or no. it's just that part of yeah but there was I, I think that there was this thing it was, it was, it was definitely in like vaudeville and like the like like you know like the 40s and 50s and then it was like brought on the television with like Milton Berle and drag or like Jerry Lewis's whole bit was that he would be effeminate for a for a laugh and so I think that that was just kind of like it's kind of sticking your nose up a little bit at like because he's wearing a suit and then he's mm-hmm. like but I'm also like Rapunzel Rapunzel like mm-hmm. it's kind of a play on like your Don Draper looking man but then he's yeah. acting feminine yeah. which would be offensive but I think that because he's the one doing it mm-hmm. and I think that that might be what he's kind of like in real life Make a fair it point. makes it less offensive but I do think that not all of his jokes were funny but and- some of them were a bit like oh. no exactly but <laughs> but then this was also this, uh, i can't pull his name right now paul lynn i just pulled it from um this was when hollywood squares was a big thing in the 70s and he was like never really said it but like was the gayest thing that's ever happened oh, okay and so he was the middle square and so people would always call on him and so it's just like all right what's the you know the, the prompt is like what do you, whatever. And his answer would be like, oh, that's my Saturday night. <laughs> like, and that was like kind of the gotcha. bit. And it was just like, you never said it. And like, let's never, not, let's not, don't tell. Right. Yeah. Like, let's never think about you. Let's not, but he ever, has an earring. Right. So. Let's not visualize <laughs> you with a man, but he goes, oh, well, he never called me back or like whatever he said. Like, yeah, he always has like yeah. a, and I'm gay, get it? Is yeah, kind of the But without bit. being said, I get, I and so like he's kind was, of doing a Paul Lynn. Though it seems like there were here. a lot of characters like through the 60s, 70s, and 80s, like when obviously like that was so much less respect. Uh, what like accepted 
And there were these like super over the top characters and everybody was just like accepting them being like, okay, that's just how he is. Yeah. That's just Bill from accounting. He's, yeah. he's a silly man. Yeah. I just think it's funny he's that like, I don't know. I saw an article the other day that was like, why are there more queer people now than ever? And it was like, well, it's just because there's because the, people can talk about it now. Well, it's, it's like left-handedness, right? Yeah. It's like in the, like in the 1920s, it, it was like five percent of ten percent of people mm-hmm. were left-handed, yeah. and and now it's much more because people aren't like exactly beating it out of it. So it's like there's the same amount of gay people. It's just yeah. more out people or more people that are like. But you know what I mean? Like the guy that you're explaining in the middle of the square. Like I feel like there's so many instances of people throughout. Like now that I'm thinking about it through film and TV, where it was never said. But it was like, we all know. Oh, sure. Which obviously this was to the 10th degree, but. Yeah. Well, then what was the, it was the, who's the guy? It was in, um, speaking of drag, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, Robin Williams. Yes, thank you. The, br- <laughs> the most dare you. The brother. Yeah, the guy so who does like, his makeup. It's and like stuff? Aunt Billy or whatever right. the joke was. Like yes. he was another big guy. Different pronouns, yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Well, no, because that was they didn't anyway. The, the bit was that it was Aunt Billy. Yeah. Okay. But even let's just say talking about pronouns, everything like in Rent, obviously a very mm-hmm. progressive show. There was what we would probably call a trans yeah. person. Now yeah. they were, they had said he pronouns the whole time, but like every once in a while they would throw in a she yeah. because their name was angel. Yeah. Um, but well, like pronouns weren't a, a big thing when he, when he wrote that. We saw, we watched, um, to Wong Fu, whatever it's with called, love, with love. Yeah. And, it's uh, Patrick Swayze from the 80s, you know, yeah. in full drag. Wes- Wesley and the, Snipes, and they, John and John they call John. each other she and miss, like Miss Thing and da da da. Yeah, so no, you're right. Anyway, I've just well, the, and, Flip, and Flip Wilson made his whole career out of dressing up like a woman. He had the Flip Wilson show. It was the first black guy with um, a, a TV show, but he had to dress up as a woman. But the devil made me do it. Like, it was oh all, God. it's like Tyler Perry, <laughs> like it's yeah. Milton Berle. Like, there's a long yeah. history of drag. I mean, um, What's that Dustin Hoffman movie, Tootsie? Tootsie yeah. Like there's a, there's a long, of, of Martin Lawrence to bring him back again in yeah, Big Mama's yeah. House and Big Mama's House 2 and 3, right? There's a third one. And he did a couple characters on the Martin Lawrence show. Yeah, yeah. Your favorite and show. Neighbor. It's a fantastic show. You should watch that Martin Lawrence. It should be. Yeah. All right, well, we're getting long in the tooth. So any more things to raise before we start? I was going to just, a quick anecdote yeah. or a quick thing that has aged like milk, which you guys might not know. Lloyd Bridges. Is obviously Bo and Jeff's dad. Okay. But do we know why we don't like Lloyd Bridges? He moved to Wisconsin after (laughs) signing with the LA Lakers. That's right. That's how, yes. (laughs) He, during the McCarthyism and the communist scare, named names. (gasps) Batman, he's a snitch. Wow. So he, we don't talk about that. And God bless Jeff and Bo. I like them both. But he turned his back on some of his brethren. Some piping hot tea right here. That yeah. is. So he... Uh, 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 Was it somebody in this movie? No. Um, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what names that he named. It was but Steven Stucker. People came in, you know, like, you know, uh, Trumbo and stuff, like people like that, yeah. that were uh, blacklisted. And it's because of people uh, like Lloyd Bridges naming names. Saying they're communists. Yeah. Wow. So, what a prick. So that was just a, a quick aside. Yeah. That was a bit we of a downer. A Hol- Bring it up with a funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, we love it. We love a Hollywood. Um, we love a Hollywood. <laughs> That's- so uh, also, do you guys remember what else Julie Haggerty is in? Lost Christmas in America. Movie. Oh. Mm. 
that we i think we did scott it. is obsessed with it what is it called it's called my favorite christmas it's called no. chevy chase's christmas it's called no. life it's not, in the snow it's not called vacation that's not even no, it's vacation not. holiday no, it's no. Not. <laughs> <laughs> what's the one Vaca- did you think of uh christmas vacation, christmas vacation. yeah no it's she's uh, not in that that's uh, De- uh, beverly no. d'angelo there's a, a song called simply dusty the one with the leg and the beating of the children. The leg no, the not the Christmas the story. Leg, the not, leg not lamb and the, and the abusive no. dad. Not a Christmas story. She Shit. was in It's a Wonderful Life. Everyone knows this. <laughs> was that the one I saw? The, no, that was no. from the 40s. Oh. Hold on. Okay, I have to look at her IMDb. You're what, not telling me. Well, she was in... Well, go ahead. I'm trying to look at her. <laughs> you thought you said it was a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. It's got Ryan Reynolds in it. Oh, and he goes home. Oh, the it's his mom. The proposal or just friends? Just friends. Okay. Simply Dusty. Oh. Is that isn't she the mom? And just oh friends. She, she you guys, be. I was yeah, going right way here. back top, into like, Carol Brander. Just friends. She was, in, she was in a show recently. I was also she 2005. was also, she was also in a Christmas story Christmas. So that's a stupid name and also probably something <laughs> I would think I knew. <laughs> Sorry, no offense. Oh yeah, she was in Christmas story Christmas. That's literally the title of the film. It's high school musical. Um, the musical I was the going. Show, the I was going so far back. I was literally yeah. like, "Oh yeah, Christmas story." No, she's cool. She's kind of got no character development. Listen, does this movie pass the Bechdel test? Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. Unless the flight attendants have a long conversation about the passengers and danger. But I feel like everything is about but, the male. Yeah. Well, but I mean, a, she the sings... Bechdel test is also flawed. How do you? How do you mean? Just, just because. The, the test would be that there's two women that aren't talking about a man yeah together so like that like there's a lot like there's a, a long list of like movies that you would think are like the most feminist yeah or the most and they still don't pass and they still don't pass gotcha, that gotcha. specific test so it's like should that be a barometer that we can like like just like it's like subjective tomatoes right rotten tomatoes yeah, right so it's I like mean, it's yeah, a 90 percent is, is it a flawed this, test or is yeah. it a flawed society like how many <laughs> movies are there of men talking to each other not about a woman probably a billion yeah Sure, but uh, but also so then like if a movie, but so then those feminist movies that have the feminist ideals and the feminist message and all of this doesn't pass that test, then then we as a society yeah. are broken as feminists. But also <laughs> also for this podcast specifically, we just use it not as it's a barometer. Like a barometer. Well, not specifically <laughs> to be like, hey, this this movie, this <laughs> this movie. I'm so passionate about the Bechdel test. This like, movie aged because. It didn't pass, or it did pass, right? Sure. We don't, we don't do it like that. But as we I just, said, I do not know if I can recall because I didn't even well, remember the titties. I got one. Well, you should remember them. <laughs> yeah, but, how do you um, forget them? <laughs> when the second stewardess talk, talks to the mom about the daughter, and then she's singing a song to her and pops the IV out of her. It does. It does yeah. pass the Bechdel test. So those so, two are talking about the daughter. So you're telling me the song? <laughs> yes, the song wins it. She was singing not about a man. <laughs> so this Actually, is the conversation. I'd have to. I'd have and... to listen to the song. But she she walks up and she says, "Can I sing it to your daughter?" And she says, "Yes." And you're counting that as a conversation. <laughs> she asked the woman one question. Can I sing to your dying David's daughter? Like, it's got the Bechdel test. Yeah, it's, it's locked up. This is a feminist movie because she asked. It's a top. Goes, it's at least the top one hundred. That's what I'm saying. Movies. It's a flawed test. Is because it's literally the test is do. Society. I don't disagree. I'm just with saying, that. like, it's not a flawed test. It makes sense. But why is even a feminist movie being like, why can't you have a conversation like about not a man? Yeah, a I, lesbian movie might pass, I guess. I like the test. 
especially when we discuss these movies. <laughs> I'm on a website right now about the Bechdel test, and there's a prompt that says, is the Bechdel test flawed? And it says, <laughs> arguably, the Bechdel test is flawed. That's the first <laughs> sentence. Probably because it was listening to your point of view before you <laughs> go. <laughs> All right, well. Oh, hold on very quickly to bring this up, because I think you guys could use this. Yeah. There's the the Duvernay, Duvernay test. Ava? Yes. My girl? Created by New York Times critic, the, uh, uh, New York Times critic in 2016, the test evaluates the representation of people of color in the media. Ooh. Named after the producer, Ava DuVernay. This Brene. movie would not pass that test. Um, African Americans no. and other minorities have full realized lives, okay, full yeah. realized lives rather than serving as scenery and white stories. So, Well, that's like, yeah, we always talk about like, does this character have a fucking story arc? And usually not. And this one is no different. It's very white. I'm glad we brought that up. But the 80s, so. Very white. But, I liked, well, I don't know. I'd still, it's a parody, right? And it's a comedy. So I feel like some of these movies are different to me than like a serious movie that we've yeah, watched before. because it's making fun of it. I it's exactly. By the way, uh, we're talking about diversity and uh, cameos. Jimmy Walker is in this movie. From Good Times. From Good Times. Do you know? Dynamite! <laughs> Yeah, just I know it because I also know Cleave It to be the same <laughs> no, But, but no, I, gave I, the, I gave you the catchphrase. It was a very, very no idea. It had, it had six seasons. You had to be there. I no. guess. <laughs> but um, he is doing, he's checking the oil checking stick the oil. on the front of the plane. He has no lines. And he pushes the hood down. He pushes down. it and he falls off. And it's just like a. Funny. And the, um, the soldier that kills himself while he's telling the story. Yep. Is the actor that's in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh. Yeah, the the father. He's been in yeah, like 300. Kihu Kwan? Like the father in Everything Everywhere? Like the dad? No, no, the grandfather. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah. He's also is in, in, I think in it's Big James Trouble Paul. Little China. Probably. I think I'm that's not, him too. Can I confirm? Sure. Yeah. He's been doing it forever. But I thought of that because like in his speech, he said, I used to just be like the Asian guy. Yeah. Right? Mm. And well, he, this he specifically a, was. He's playing like a... You know, somebody what like a Vietnam soldier yeah. on the Vietnam Probably, side. No, I, I think earlier. I think it's Japanese. Or, I think he was yeah, because he did. He yeah, he mm. stabbed himself. I think he's trying to be a like a, a bit on a kam- kamikaze. Oh, gotcha, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You're going too <laughs> too far back. I'm like wait, the samurai used to be. Oh. Yeah. Um, but we haven't even talked to, to Todd about his career and stuff, so we'll have to do a minute of that. So, sure. Todd, how did you get started in the business? Well, and what do you do now? Like I said, you're a creative executive. What does sure. that mean? Well, I'm an executive that's creative, you understand. Um, I um, grew up in the Midwest in the cornfields of Illinois, and I kind of used movies and TV as escapism a lot because it was just like, you know, there's a, there's a, whole, uh, a whole world out there and I don't really know it. And so like, I really felt like I could learn about just not, not just like people and different things, but like the human experience and kind of all of that. So I really fell in love with movies and there's like not much to do besides mm-hmm. watch corn grow and paint dry. Uh, Quick. Uh, so Midwest as well. Sure. First time caller, second time <laughs> listener. Right. Um, What's so, the Midwest? Exactly. Can you, <laughs> where, is this, where FUBAR is, played. Is it the middle of the West? Is, yes. is this heaven? No, it's it's Iowa. How is Iowa. that? Okay, sorry. Sorry. As a secondary. Dogma? Uh, <laughs> as, as a midwestern man midwestern so what were you saying again i need i need to leave so on. i was just saying like when you grow up in the cornfields of illinois oh yeah, it yeah. just you you're, you find out about the world so, via movies and part of that my experience midwest there's a lot of everybody kind of lives this way thinks this 
kind of similar way. So mm-hmm. to your point, I same thing. Like once I got my license, I would go to movies by myself that mm-hmm. my friends wouldn't want to go to because they had, had no idea what it was about or who right. the actor was. But yeah, you kind of get it helped me too to like get ideas mm. about the world or how other people thought and perspectives. Yeah. Um, yeah. Instead or, of like this narrow point of view. Exactly. Or even just like, we don't say his name anymore, but it rhymes with Schmoody Schmallen. And like the first time I saw one of his movies, I was like, oh, a neurotic person that is the protagonist. Like I can relate to this. You know what I mean? You're like, so, better go molest my stepdaughter. That's, are you saying Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> Jimmy? Schmoody? Schmoody? Woody Allen. Or something. He's oh, saying Woody okay. Allen. Okay. <laughs> We're not allowed to watch his movies anymore. He's yeah, canceled. Right. But oh, when gosh. I first did, um, it was just like, just, just I just think of that as an example of just like, I just vividly remember I was watching Annie Hall because I was like going through the AFI top 100 and I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this. And then the first five minutes, I was like, this is everything in my world. This is who I am now. Like, You're this like is, Dan Keaton, what's up? Well, well, no, well, by the way, yeah. Mm-hmm. She could get it. Still, she, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I just with her and I, but, I would. But, or, or like, you know, like obviously there's movies that like represent you know, like uh, the Hoosiers of the world or like, obviously I'm a straight white man so that there's a lot of people that are tough for you. I uh, really guys, that's my other podcast. Come on the Todd cast and I'll tell you how hard it is. He wasn't able to get in the door. until (laughs) someone came to open it for him. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Hundreds of years ago, they opened that door for me and I'm like, Oh, still, it's still open. Yeah. And it must be nice to have someone open a door for you. What what I'm saying is the woman and the black man over here. I'm, I'm obviously represented too much onto, onto the, you know, on the screen. But I just mean like I that and that's why I think this is to the greater point why representation matters because it's like I'm learning about because especially like when as especially under the age of eighteen I'm stuck in a cornfield in Illinois yep. and then I am watching Boys in the Hood for the first time I'm like oh, oh yeah. <laughs> other worlds yep. you know what I mean? so it's just like in whether or not it's like that drastic of like South Central or whatever but just like other people other ideas other things what like that you had no idea I had no idea and because that's not in my day to day and yeah. so anyway this is a long way of saying know, like, and then get also, to the part where you got a job <laughs> got to a job <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, so then I went to film school in Chicago and then I came out here. Chicago. What is Oh, oh Chicago. Um, Great city. Yes, absolutely. And is that in the Midwest? It sure is. <laughs> now, a quick aside, you know how they say, I, can't believe, I don't know if I've told this bit to you guys in real life, um, but you know how they say um, in Boston to do the accent, you have to say your pocket car in the Harvard Yard. Yeah. You do. Is that your jacket in Chicago <laughs> or, or like in the Midwest? Is that your jacket? Does that resonate with you? I don't, we didn't do that. Okay. He's like, we, we didn't have We jackets. just said, like, everybody has uh, made fun of the way we said Wisconsin. Well, Wisconsin. Yeah. Like, uh, like yeah. that nasally. But so, like, yeah. that's what you have to say to get into the Midwestern accent. We're like, is that your jacket? I drive a <laughs> Nissan. I love it. Anyway, so you're anyway, so, so I was in Chicago, came out here about nine years ago, started in the mailroom at an agency, worked at a production company real quick. And then I was at a large broadcast network uh, for five and a half years um, in a couple departments. And then, as a matter of fact, today is my one year Ooh. at the um, company that I'm at now, the yeah. production company. Uh, that I'll is, drink to that. T- I will drink a lot to that. Um, that is a, a talent-based company. Um, and so it's been a long time coming because I went to film school. Speaking of growing up in a cornfield, you don't know what a creative executive is. You don't know necessarily yeah. know what a producer is. You're like, there's directors, there's writers, and there's actors. And I know that I don't want to do two of those. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be a writer. And so I really conflated the idea of needing to like needing to have a creative outlet with needing to create 
And the more that I was out here, the more that I realized about myself that I'm not a blank page, a blinking cursor guy. I'm more of a collaborator and mm. like, let's develop that idea. Oh, I should work in development. Yeah. Um, so and for, for like a hot second, I thought I was like, you know, failing my dreams because I was supposed to be a screenwriter and it was like, no, I'm actualizing my dreams. So, but that's part of Love the, that. Actualize the, your dreams. That part of the LA experience. So that was like a year into my existence in Los Angeles. And then it took me seven years to get that job, mm-hmm. like working as an assistant. Like that was like in the mail room, probably around that time that so I, like, I, came I love with that. that that you started in the mail room. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's L.A. in a nutshell. Right. Yeah. It's like the guy that you're, is answering the phones today could be running the studio tomorrow. Oh, 100 percent. I was going to bring this up. Um, I for whatever life for me, I can't remember his name. He is in Better Call Saul and he is in Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. What's the actor's name? Well, is it Jonathan Banks? Was uh, is that his character's name in that? Uh, possibly, but I was he was in airplane, and he was the guy who was like, uh, he's opening he's like, the no, he's like one of the controllers, and he's like, yeah. oh, it's like going down, or they don't have this. Yeah, what an asshole! Yeah, yeah, and he like looks super young in this. He's just like in the co- not the cockpit, but um, he was also in Forty Eight Hours. Okay. Yeah, but oh, Jonathan Banks, you're right. Yeah, so he's you know full head of hair, he's bald now, but he's like one of the main characters in Breaking Bad and mm-hmm. in Better Call Saul, and he's crushing it. Mm-hmm. You know, has been crushing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you think like that, and um, the guy from Good Times, he was a main Jimmy character, Walker, yeah. six seasons. You know, iconic. So like I was just thinking like if you got a passion for something and mm-hmm. you just stick with it, mm-hmm. like there's no telling where you can end up. But it's like the people that only like wanted this or that and they kind of fizzle out because they didn't really have the mm-hmm. love for it. But if you stick around yeah. and you see well, what so can like, happen as you develop yourself. I've always and- said like, keep saying yes until you can't anymore. And yeah. when it's a no, you know, for whatever reason, maybe you can't afford it. Maybe you can't, you know, like when you come out to LA, when you meet people and they're like, I want to be a director. You're like, that's amazing. What are you doing now? Yeah. And if the answer isn't, I'm directing five shorts a month and I'm working for a director or you know like there are just so many ways to do it if you go oh no i'm just gonna wait until like whatever someone that's just... someone well knocks on my door yeah. and asks me well, to and what i've heard is and, I, and I, I think that i for the most part believe this which is that hollywood entertainment yada yada is one of the few industries where you can't fail you can only give up oh i like, I like that. that so yeah, it's I've like heard like and before, a lot yeah. of people will fail, fizzle out or yeah. whatever because it's like oh i want to be an actor i gave it two well, they years then i moved buy out. a house or have a kid or whatever and it. so it's like if two you years. if you want to be on a, if, <laughs> if you want to give it if you want to be on a tv show or if you want to write on a tv show yeah, you'll be here you, until you're 75 years old you can do it but it might take 20 years yeah. and then you get your break, like to your point do you love it? Do you love it? Do you love it? And that's it? the thing. I think some people don't love it. I think they love the, the, the idea. idea. And, then, and then they will fade the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I think. Whether also, that's an executive or an actor or a writer or whatever. Well, you and I know, like at the moment, um, in case you didn't know, listeners, the industry in Hollywood is slowing down because there's a writer's strike right on right and, now. Uh, actors. Potentially. Up. Yeah. Right. SAG, the Screen Actors Guild. And well, now we're dating this episode. What happens, <laughs> what happens is, you know, people start losing their jobs because there's no productions, because there's no scripts, because there's no actors and so we're seeing a lot of people get laid off and it's like the ones who will find jobs in LA and stay or maybe they go home for a bit and come back it's like with the pandemic so the, many people the quit the business mass, yeah mass exodus but it's also like at the end of the day you're a human and like if you can't pay your bills maybe you are like I'll take that job in Milwaukee yeah because you're struggling right yeah. if you're, you only that. have to be struggling to move to Milwaukee but it but doesn't mean you give up on your dreams maybe then you go to Milwaukee and you, you become the best playwright in actualize Milwaukee. your dreams yeah. right or you can go you know Chicago uh, uh, 
I heard rep, that's in Midwest too. But I'm saying you can still but, do other things in other cities. You can go to a rep theater. If, yeah. If you're and just like, or, just like I like realized that it was like, I just needed, I needed it just as important. Cause I just thought I was like, I need to be creative. I need to be creative. Mm. And I was like, I need a creative outlet, but just as important as that. I need that like day job. I need that like to be a producer, to go mm. to an office. Well, I work from home now, but same mm. thing. But you know what I mean? Like having that structure as opposed to, like I said, blank page, blinking cursor. Mm. So it's like, there's a this is gonna make see I was in the cornfields of Illinois, but there's a there's a country song Luke Combs sings, and it basically the premise I think it's called if I wasn't doing this I'd still be doing this. Mm. So it's just like he's a big star, arguably top five if not number one. He'd be like a boss again. Exactly. So like if I wasn't if I wasn't doing this, I'd yeah. still be doing this. Yeah. So it's like Somewhere. like if I wasn't doing exactly what I'm doing right now, like if tomorrow I got fired, mm. like I would still be trying to at least like you know, do, do an Uber. I would I would be doing some version yeah. of this. So I if really, I wasn't doing this, I'd still be doing this. I only know you from a few bar interactions and then obviously the and greatest kickball team to ever the right. elevator pitches. Walk the face We're of three this for earth. zero and wins. And <laughs> like we've won zero. <laughs> yeah, oh and three. We have moral victories. Oh and three. Yeah, yeah. But we're good. We're good. We're climbing. But I could see you being just you know how many times we've hung out, I could see you being really good at that job. Mm. Yeah. I like the, I'm a very big collaborator. So it's like, yeah. Well, okay. Amplifying uh, voices and stuff. mm -hmm. Final question before we wrap this up. But, um, what advice would you give to somebody who was like, grew up like you grew up and maybe stumbles upon the crop upon the podcast? Um, you know, what advice if you are thinking of pursuing a job in the industry, but you don't know what it sounds like yet or what it is. Well, I think, Number one, just like if you grew up like me, you're in the Midwest or like a small in a small town somewhere. It's just like listen to more people, like mm. get more perspectives, like oh, keep an open mind. Mm. And it would be the, the bigger thing. But also to the point about coming out here, I said that I started in the mailroom and like a lot of people, I think it, it takes time is what, what I'm saying. So like to my earlier point, I started in the mailroom and I thought to myself, this is the job that I want. And it took me seven years to get it. Right. And so I know a lot of people that went, I went to film school with and they came out here and they went to film school for four years and they give it less than that out here. It takes time. So start at the bottom, ask Be everybody questions it, yeah. and just get every perspective in the world mm -hmm. because yours isn't right. Just research keep, on your own research. Just like pick everybody's brain. What would you say? Like people that don't really know about your job, just like a quick of your day to day. Like sure. So I have, there's, I have one talent. I have a, I work for an actress and then there's a, her producing partner and me. So it's just a three person operation. And so it's just, well, right now <laughs> there's a, a writer strike going on. So we're not doing anything WGA. So right now it's just a lot of books and podcasts and then international formats that I could uh, adapt. Uh, that we could adapt or get the rights to or whatever, but uh, it's just a lot of reading because that's the other thing is that the the headline is that we work in an industry that depends on great writing that is run by people mm -hmm. that don't like to read, <laughs> and so uh, figure <laughs> that out if you like you gotta read, gotta read, gotta read. So um, like you know I have severe ADHD, and so what I like what what works for me is audiobooks. So even if it like literally we get a PDF, I have an app that reads it to me, oh, nice. and then I just do the dishes or I do whatever. So it's like whatever like I curb whatever my you know nuances my neuroticism is, mm -hmm. and to make it work for my career. So it's a lot of reading, and it's it's like because there's no assist, there's no assistant there. So like no one's rolling calls or um, setting lunches or anything like that's me. But it's like being an executive with a no task too small mentality is the greatest thing. So it's like, 
as opposed to like an assistant that gets some executive responsibilities, but like it's still an assistant or a coordinator. It's like being like, I guess what I would just like, obviously you have to have boundaries, especially in a workplace, especially in, an, uh, yeah. in an industry that can't take advantage of people in these positions, but you have to eat, you have to eat a lot of shit. Everyone eats shit. Mm-hmm. Like even the highest up people eat shit. So it's like, you have to just be able to <laughs> wait, you know, like how much, eat, how much shit can you eat in a day? Like, you know, like balance your diet. Do you pretty much have that same mindset? Like, like I will do like keep my hands in a ton of different yeah, areas. I think, you ha- I think, yeah. I mean, what Todd's describing is like just having good taste and like seeing what's out there and, you know, finding the pieces like that will fit. Right. Like that's what it is. Well, and speaking of the good taste, having a good, having a point of view, like I, mm. I like recently had lunch with someone and they were like, like what? What would you like to make? And she just named every good movie from the last five years, and mm-hmm. just like yeah, obviously. But you know what? I mean? And so like rain that oh, in a little bit, <laughs> right? So or or just kind of like just like oh, it's good or whatever. Like there's there's people. Here's what I'll say. There's different personality types, and so I feel like the people that go to like the studios or the networks or whatever, like they like the idea of climbing a corporate ladder. Like I was a part. Of, I was at a big broadcast network for five and a half years, so I get it. But like climbing the corporate ladder and like having an office and having the title and da, 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 da. great. But the people that are like out there, like Paris and I that are like a part of small operations, like they go with the flow. We're the flow. Like yeah. mm. we're grinding, we're doing yeah. it. We're so finding it's like, the good material. That's fun. what I'm saying. You guys, Whereas, like you said, no task or job too small. You guys are like, have your hands in all of it and you're kind of moving it in a certain yeah. direction because you're willing to be like, yeah, I'll, like, I'll that, go meet with this person. You have or to have I'll that t- ability to see what it could be. Could be too. And so that's a skill in itself. Yeah. And, and the batting, I mean, the things that I read, right? Like just like just scripts sent to us or obviously pre-strike, but like scripts that are sent to us or books or whatever. It's like, I'm reading every single thing that's sent to me as not as soon as it's sent to me, but like, it, like as I'm doing it as, as quickly as I can. And I'm, I'm reading every single thing. If my boss is reading something, I've read it before her. They're like, yeah, and you're like, the filter. I'm the, yeah. you're the filter. So it's like, you're going to be reading so much dog shit. Like, because people are, <laughs> people are throwing spaghetti at the wall and like, and yeah. maybe, and okay, well, that's, that was harsh, but like, Sometimes, you know, like or maybe it's like not for us. Like that's one thing. But like the, the a lot of the stuff is not good. <laughs> right. And you just have to get through that. Right. So like yeah. like especially in my like I think if people are result based, like I to quote the movie Heat, like for me, the in the development process, for me the, the action is the juice. <laughs> because it's 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 just finding here's what I like about this book. Here's what I like about this script. Here's right. what I like about he that. He wrote another book and I think they're trying to They're make trying to do it with Adam yeah, Driver. Yeah. It's gonna be a thing I'm very excited. But <laughs> <laughs> there but but like the idea of like oh this needs to be made into a movie this yeah. needs, like i need to see it in the big screen i need to go to the like the red carpet and like then work at a studio because those things will get made but like i like the actual day-to-day this is what i like about the script this is what i like about that joke this is what i like about this, this scene line, yeah. this, to me yeah. it's the little stuff because yeah. the majority of the stuff that you read won't even get make it past yeah. you reading it the majority of the stuff that you like that you read probably won't get like one percent of what you'll read will get made. So yeah. you have to Which prepare is why yourself. When we talk about these movies, we are not <laughs> criticizing them, right, guys? We are discussing. And on that note, <laughs> there's so many people that make the film, so we have to do someone a, a shout out from the cast or crew. David, do you want to go first? Do you have your name ready? I'll go last. Okay. Well, I could do the worst boy. The worst in boy? the credits, Joey. 
Oh, oh, that's Adolf right. Hitler, but I won't do that. Did, he's, is that he's really the, on the credits? It's is that still what, it it's says, on IMDb. It says worst boy. It says it in the credits, worst boy, because it says best boy. Explain uh, it to the yeah. No, explain. I know what a best boy is. I know, yeah. but explain it to the listeners. Oh, what is uh, well, best no, boy? Explain is, it to Paris. Go explain it to the listeners. Uh, now I feel like I'm on the spot, and I thought I knew what the best boy did, but now I don't. Go yeah. ahead. Well, it's someone on set, and I believe yeah. it's like this. Okay, Todd doesn't know either. Good. It's like the triple. Okay. It's like Todd the, doesn't know either. The triple AD. I'm pretty sure the best boy is the. Gaffer guy? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's a smaller. Is he is he under like the grip? Oh god, I keep hitting my. It's, it's someone on set. I'm and they call I'm him the best boy. Google. I literally yeah, yeah. think like there's like a like, so, there's a second AD, which is like this a, a second assistant it's director. It's a grip. I, it says best boy grip. That's what, what I is a best boy grip. The best boy grip is the right hand of the key grip. A key grip. Yeah. I just saw a movie the other day and it was key grip. You guys laughed at me. I said the same thing. Gaslighting me with my production knowledge. We have it on on tape. We can listen. listen This podcast has not passed the Bechdel test. He runs the daily operations of the grip team. He's fucking crucial. You guys don't know. Actually, the best boy is um, in Succession, and that would be the table. the older brother. I'm the eldest boy. I'm the eldest boy. I'm the eldest boy. Spoilers. People might not yeah, see true, true. Okay, they don't know that he's the eldest boy. That's yeah, a spoiler. <laughs> okay. Well, he's not technically. Well, I know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, spoiler. Yeah, yeah. I could do more things. But okay, back to Adolf Hitler being the worst boy. Uh-huh. Um, so he's listed in <laughs> IMDb as the worst boy, credit Excellent. only. Yeah. And in the. Good yeah. story. Has he been in anything else? Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's been a couple of things. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> um, I went with Patrick Kennedy, the editor of this movie. Yeah, that was well edited. Okay. I thought it was pretty well edited. I love, um, you know, when you're jumping back and forth between mm. something. I think editing is a big part of comedy. Totally. And good to call. make, like, sometimes it takes good editing to make a joke work. So I thought he did a fantastic job. He also did a slept on movie with mm. Michael Keaton, okay. Mr. Mom. He was the editor oh, I've for. I've seen that actually. Yeah, yeah. That? yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Some people might call that a dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mom. That might be a good one we should do too at some yeah. point. But um, yeah, Patrick Kennedy, also Mr. Payne, Barbians, Barbie. Oh my God, Barbarians at the Gate. Um, he's got thing. like <laughs> same thing. He's got forty-five credits. Uh, nice. He did Baps. Um, yeah, he's got a couple good things. All right, a couple well, good things. So. Uh, Patrick Kennedy, we see you and we, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. you. All right, I'll go next then. Um, Tom Crowell, he was the assistant property master. I just thought the props in this were at a lot of comedy and gags, a lot of sight stuff. Um, old mate, I'm looking for your credits, sir. I just just airplane. I like scrolled all the way down and I was like, it's just the one credit, you guys. You so, scroll down and it's just no, it's nothing. Recommendations he, <clears throat> for other movies. I wonder movies. how he got this job as the assistant property manager. I wonder if he like knew. The main guy. But anyway, Tom Crowell, for your contribution, we see you and we appreciate you. you Todd, bring us home. Yes. So uh, I think my instinct was to go with the writers and directors, Mm -hmm. but I feel like that's low. Everybody gets those shout outs. Yeah. They get all the prizes. Yes. So I think that an unsung hero. Because I also think that Leslie Nielsen is a sung hero mm. because we thought of this, you like I said it, and you thought of it as a mm-hmm. Leslie Nielsen movie, mm-hmm. although he's not even the first half. So I think that to cheat a little bit is all the bit players. Mm. Like something that I haven't said, uh, but I agree with that. Like one of my favorite things in the world is A, bits, but B, the commitment to the bit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's so many, like whether it's a cameo, like the Jimmy Walker or whatever, it's it's the woman who has the makeup weird mm-hmm. or it's the woman I haven't felt this bad since uh, I saw that Ronald Reagan film I'm on the phone with the Mayo Clinic mm-hmm. yeah uh, give me a uh, ham like ham on five hold the Mayo 
Like it's whether it's the the gay guy that you thought was a bit well, he's much. not a bit player. He's lions. The other ones are more physical, but, right? Sure, but yeah. but it's just like these these small unappreciated roles mm-hmm. that ca- I feel like carry it because it's not just your favorite actors doing the big funny lines. Like they give it, they give it the like spread one, out. One it's of my favorite. Between. We have, I, this is I don't know why it would come up because it's so niche and so small. One of my favorite moments in this whole thing. And this whole movie is there's the two children who we've never seen before. They're very proper and they're very prim and proper. And she goes, oh, please have a seat. Won't you have a coffee? It's like, oh, would you like cream with your coffee? And she goes, no, I take my coffee black like my men. Mm-hmm. And takes a sip. And that's the only time yeah. we see those characters. Yeah. Talking, those yeah. are the unsung those, yeah. heroes. Yeah. It's well, the people that have like one or two like bit lines. Yes. Those are the people. So, so we see players, you. Yeah, we see you and we see appreciate you. And we appreciate you. you. All right. Time to decide if this movie has aged like milk or not. David, you kick us off. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to say this movie aged like like a good tab milk. And I don't know what that is. It's a, it's a soda from way back in the day they they showed it on oh okay yeah. oh yeah no i know i think it. it caused like cancer so they <laughs> like pull it from the shelves or something <laughs> like that so <laughs> i'm gonna say there's a little bit of tab in it mainly because like some of the pedophilia stuff mm. to me Get a couple of, of the jokes i don't i'm just like mm-hmm. i felt a little like weird and then some of the some of the jokes like the gladiator one I thought that was funny because it sounded super fucked up. But there's a couple that made me cringe a little bit. Um, so, so a tab milk. A tab milk. Tinge of tab in the milk. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cleave it to Beaver on that one. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I think this movie is still hilarious. Uh, I thought I think anybody should watch this movie. I think it holds a big place in like parody history. Mm-hmm. Um, I love. Mel Brooks, that's my guy, mm-hmm. and this is along the vein of you know some of those some of Mel Brooks movies, sure. just like with the constant jokes, mm-hmm. and you can kind of see like you could watch this movie 10, 15 times, and there might be stuff Todd that you still see, right? Like oh shit, that's a, they put that in the corner, that's a joke. But before the ham, hold the hold the the mayo, the mayo. If you're looking at the magazines, if you look at the sign, it, it says, says spank material. Whacking material. Yeah, whacking material. Yeah. It's like you got to watch it a couple of times before yeah. you get that. Like there's so Easter there's eggs. always these little. You don't like I, a bit. Wait four seconds. And I just love, I love movies like right. this. So, so tab milk. Tab milk. I, 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 little tinge to it. And you're like, Ew, what's that? But I'll still, I'll, I'll drink this. <laughs> All right, Todd. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm next. Give us the one minute rundown. I think it's aged like a fine fucking wine. Okay. Um, I Maybe... Maybe it's not the best year, whatever, but I th- I think to the earlier point that we were making, like, yes, there's a very um, flamboyant gay man in it, but I don't think it's punching down. I don't think that he was the funniest person or like, I don't think all those jokes landed. Mm. I think that they're talking about black culture with the jive, but I don't think that they were punching down. I think that there was, they were make, like to, making fun of religion a little mm. bit, but it was more about, Krishnas, yeah. but, it, but it was more about their aggressiveness and not about their beliefs. Yeah, so that's true. I feel like it was pretty even keel. And so besides, so what I would say is it's the references, right? So it's like from here to eternity, like, again, that's an iconic movie yeah. and people might know, like, it's funny that people make out and then the waves hit them in the, anyway, but it's like the, the, you never have a cup of coffee at home. That to me is what ages the worst is like those 1980 references. Yeah. As opposed to like, you couldn't make that anymore. Because I think, I do think you could make this movie today and make the same type of jokes or whatever. Again, we talked earlier yeah. about why parody movies don't exist anymore. But for me, I would say on a scale of 1 to 10, of 10 being a fine wine and 1 being milk, 
it is a nine. Nine. Cool. You know, watching which is a, which is a milk year. wine for those of you playing <laughs> playing along at home. Love well, milk my milk is just like a whatever milk. It's like on the shelf. <laughs> is it cottage cheese? It's not cottage cheese. It's like a milk that like maybe you have to add water to. I'm not quite sure because there's some things that need to be washed away for sure. But yeah, I mean it's still drinkable. It's like still... an oat milk that it won't go, that won't curdle, but it won't be good. Just straight up oats that you pour water over and go that's oat milk (laughs) and you go okay um but no thank you so much todd for coming on the podcast great movie if you haven't seen airplane in a while go see it how many airplane movies are there i think there's two just two. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, as a genre, and yeah. I was like, I, I don't know. A lot of plane. What? Yeah. Oh, wait, we didn't we're talk not about na- Air we're Force not One. We didn't talk about this, but the movie there's a Gerard Butler movie called Plane. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a comedy, but it's like, oh. come on. Well, that's and what... there's an Idris album movie or hijack coming out soon, I think, oh. on Netflix too. So we're, de- well, we're developing be, a, an airplane movie. Called plane. They, they will be called Plane. <laughs> um, just real quick, I do think that parodies can come back one day mm-hmm. sure. we just need that wave to come back with a more serious movie like maybe we make a parody of Oppenheimer at some oh. point you know what I mean sure Bobby so. <laughs> sorry, sorry. alright well yes thank you so yeah. much for coming on the podcast Todd David you should go ahead and check your fridge and make sure that milk ain't spoiled gross milk is gross for sure thanks for listening and bye see ya